Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. I think uh, the, the, the map says Marshfield, but I feel like more like it's Malaysia. Uh, you know the the humidity and the and the heat and the wow and and Wolfie, there's a big fire in Boston. I, oh, how do crazy. the firefighters go through it? That bunker gear weighs 780 pounds. I've actually pulled bunker gear off of guys and throw them in ambulances and cars and turn on air condition, and they were nowhere near the fire. They were just pulling the hoses. Wow. 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 You know, it's 100 and something degrees, and they're just pulling the hoses in the direct sun with all that gear on. Unbelievable. So I had to drag them, and so I pull over some ambulances. I tell the guys, turn on your car, turn on the air conditioner. We pull some of the gear off and throw them in the car. Thanks to our first ice. responders, you know. Yeah, uh, brave guys. You know, girls, girls, too. Yeah. No, the girls are fine. I don't have to take care of them. It's the guys are wimps. <laughs> Gino, Gino said that, boys. Gino said that. That wasn't me. Yeah, I'll take the credit for that. Yeah, I will. that's a good I will one. Take it. That's a good one, but uh, uh, Jen, thanks for coming in tonight uh, uh, to honor uh, Suicide Awareness Month. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, yep. you're uh, our lead spokesman for the uh, for for that group. And uh, well, what what, uh, what what do you have planned for the month of September? All kinds of stuff. Um, it actually is Suicide Awareness Month, but this whole week is Suicide Awareness Week with. Um, Sunday being Suicide Awareness Day. It's an international day um, that we ask everybody at 8 o'clock at night to light a candle in memory of someone that they may have lost to suicide. So that's a big thing. That's the, that's September 10th? 10th, yep. Okay, very, very, very good. Um, that's we, 8 p.m., light a candle light in the window or on the, the table. Anywhere. Doesn't matter. Yep. Doesn't matter. Very good. And you got some. Uh, you going out training on any training missions? Uh, we are. We're doing a training in Pembroke on the twentieth at the Council on Aging. Um, we also have. We're tentatively scheduling a training for September sixteenth, but that's for youth mental health first aid, not adult. So um, sometimes it's difficult to fill that class. Um, we also have a couple health fairs going on. Um, the 16th in Pembroke. Actually, that's another one, too. Um, and then the 30th in Plymouth at the Plymouth Library is a health fair. And down at Buzzards Bay, September 30th is the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention out of the darkness walk. So are these, are, these are for any civilians to, to, to go. And, and is there a list on your website of these events yet? I do not have a list on the yet because um, I've been sick. I'm a little behind, but I will. We thought be that was out. just the, the Marilyn Monroe sexy voice yeah. to get all you guys <laughs> to take the course. It's working. <laughs> no, I will be sending on the email. Um, oh. Hopefully by tomorrow. Okay. So okay. We'll no get problem. all the dates out. No problem. No <clears throat> problem. And our brother Justin is uh, back home uh, uh, nursing uh, uh, a little illness. Uh, He's uh, feeling better today, though, and uh, promises to be back next week because, Gino, you're heading south for 
in a little while, aren't I'll you? I'll be here next week, but the two subsequent weeks I'll be gone. Yeah. So the 14th and the 21st, no Gino. No, no, no. The 14th, I'm here. Okay. So it's see? the 21st, and yeah, I'm leaving on the 19th. So those two Thursdays, I'll be out of here. Oh, you're going to miss uh, our buddy Jake from the Red Sox home base program. Oh, that's good. That's fine with me because I don't follow football. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to be spending some time with my bride, which is going to be good fun. Nice, nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. Very nice. So we got no Gino there. All right, folks. Well, tonight we're going to have uh, kind of a mixed-up uh, uh, show. Uh, Does that mean I'm back? Yeah. Well, you're here, which which <laughs> kind of uh, re- relegates us to uh, uh, some level. But uh, yeah, I, I know, Wolfie, you've got a pocket full of uh, programs yeah, and the events. Yeah, business uh, is good. What do, I, I mean, Wolfie. It's your what, fault. What the hell are you telling me for? When's the paycheck come in, kid? Yeah. <laughs> we, well, I mean, I, I don't see it. The brig truck pulled up. It's just we're putting money in it, Greg. We're not taking it out. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no kidding. But uh, September's a pretty big month. Oh, and, you know, before we get too much farther, I, I, I want to reflect uh, just for a minute on last week's show with the, the Boston City Council President, Ed Flynn. And about a month ago or two months ago, I remember hearing in the news something about the Boston City Council cutting the veterans' budget by a million dollars. And Ed Flynn, to his credit, was the only one that stood up and said, to quote, this is unconscionable. And the outcry from the constituents out there made those city councilors that, for some reason to cut the veterans' budget by a million dollars there. Total budget's only eight or nine million. So that's like ten or fifteen percent of your of your dollars are gone. I mean, geez, well how many how many veterans aren't gonna eat? How many veterans aren't gonna have a shelter? It's it's actually not that. It backs everything up. It's like the, the Boston Food Bank, I probably shouldn't say that, just cut back a little bit to everybody so that means who people who had a little bit of excess are now looking for food. So it's a domino or multiplier effect that we're experiencing right here at Veteran Voice Radio Food Drive Through. So I can't imagine if you cut out ten, twenty percent of a budget, the, the domino effect that that is. That's not. They just get two less French fries. That knocks everything out. The the, the good thing that might be happening though. Um, I, I was going to call you Lucy. Who are you, Wolfie? <laughs> Lucy. Lucy, high and tight, long and loose. Long and loose. Um, is that in Massachusetts, they just passed uh, uh, the school lunch program where all children in the public schools get breakfast and free lunch. Wolfie, that could be the, the biggest meal the kids have during the day. It is. And, and it is for some of them. It really isn't. The reason we know that is because we're involved with the End Hunger Food with Matt Martin and through the Veteran mm-hmm. Voice Network. And like uh, Monday morning, they, uh, Mondays when the kids come to school, as they, whatever it is, they eat twice as much food. Or the yeah. day after a vacation, they eat twice as much food. So there's your proof the food's not home. Sure, sure. Just so that's, that's not a guess. That's not an estimate. That's Those kids come in ravished. And, and and it takes the, the stigma off the kids that that had a voucher or or whatever and, and you know, certainly the kids with money you're looking down at the kids mm-hmm. that that uh 
their, their parents aren't able to provide that meal. But uh, uh, thanks to Ed Flynn for for sticking up uh, for the veterans in the city of Boston. So uh, uh, we're going to have Ed on again, and he was a great uh, advocate for the veterans community. So. Uh, we got our, Wolfie, we got our food drive through next next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. and um, That's our 33rd one. No kidding, 33rd? 33rd here. Plus we did oh, one we, in Braintree I, and one in Quincy, oh, 35 yeah. actually. Yeah, we actually did more than that. But yes, yes, so 30-30, that's wonderful. Toity, toity, and toity. But so here's the pitch that we make, and it, we tell the story all the time. You might think Greg and I are as smart as we look. The first food drive we had were freezing cold. We're out in the winter, and some schmuck comes pulling a fancy-ass car. Greg and I run over the guy. Are you out of your goddamn mind? What are you doing? How are you freezing our tail off to feed some people? He says, you're the dumb bastard. He says, we're taking this food to hungry people that can't get out. Yeah. So that's our pitch. We want to see Royals, Royces, Jaguar. No, we need big cars. Big SUVs. We, Humvees, la, tanks. Last last month, Wolfie. I mean, we started running this from twelve to two. Yeah. Last last month, I think we had people driving up at ten thirty, quarter of eleven. Yeah, you got to get here by ten thirty, and um, eleven forty five, six thousand pounds were gone. 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 First time that we've ever sold out before noontime. Yeah. So, folks, don't uh, hesitate to get down here about ten o'clock. Uh, We'll be setting up, but uh, even so, we'll have enough volunteers here that uh, we'll, we'll be able to take care of you. Just drive on in and let us know how many uh, are in your party or your neighbors. Uh, if, you're, if you're picking up uh, a little help for your neighbor or for your cousin or, um, you know, anybody that you think uh, is in uh, a, a little bit of uh, of a problem right now and could use some help. So, uh that's what we're going to be doing uh, just briefly. Uh, uh, Larry, why don't we take our first break here, and we'll be back to talk about uh, the rest of this month's schedule. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here uh, uh, on the shores of Malaysia as we're broadcasting uh, through the heat and humidity. Uh, heat wave. Yeah, we're having a heat wave, but uh, 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 Wolfie was just going over some of the uh, the projects that he has going on, but we haven't released, uh, talked about the big project that we, uh, well, one of the big projects is going to be September 17th. Wolfie, what's going on on September 17th, my sister's birthday? That's the 18th, 19th annual Nantasket Beach Car Show. And what Greg did about a half a dozen years ago is he threw out all the people with the hot dough and the cheap hot dogs, and we turned it into a veteran resource fair. So it's going to be on September 17th, right across from the carousel. We closed the whole Nantasket Beach, all the parking lots. <coughs> right on, it's right on the water. Right, right on, on the beach. beach. Yeah. So it's really fun. And uh, Greg and the whole crew, um, Jeannie, you'll be Jen, Jenny, you'll be there. Foxy. Yeah. Oh What's God. going on? Jenny, you'll be there, and um, she'll make you walk the plank right into the ocean. I think the, uh, the girl Tina from uh, Captel Phone there with the yeah, with, the, with, there with, those with phones. the phones. Yeah. Uh, we'll have somebody from the VA will be there. Either. Quincy College. She's Quincy terrific. Co- Josie she's, Smith. Yeah, Josie's going to come. Going to be she's there. Terrific. Either Dave Hanker or Cav- Carolyn Mason Wally will yeah. be there. Yeah, the whole and folks, they're, they're not just there just to stand around and look nice. Although Carolyn's very beautiful, Dave's a handsome young guy, but 
and we got Jenny as the uh, as the, and then there's uh, Greg and I and, and Will. What are we? Yeah. Well, you, if people want to take pictures with us because they feel better about themselves. They go, "Who are those two ugly Lithuanians?" Yeah. Look, say, "Honey, you look great in that picture." But yeah. but Dave and Carolyn actually sign up people right on the spot. Jenny is talking to people. I mean, you talk to people all day when they when they find out, you know, this what what you're doing, and and you're probably one of the most well visited tables that we have in our little group of of band of thieves there. But uh, uh, kudos to you. Thank you. And if we could just hold the wind down a little bit, so uh, yeah, we we don't end up uh, well, blowing on the, away on again, the fu- but. On the fun side is that um, Sister Kim, who does all the work, has the trophies, the first place trophies, it's a few years now, are made out of old car parts. And one looks like a dog, one looks like a horse, one looks like a buffalo car. They're the most adorable, but they're big. So everybody really wants to win those trophies. Then we have second and third place. And then every car that comes and you register at Nantasket Beach Car Show, um, dot com gets a dash plaque. A really gorgeous metal dash plaque that's designed by Ben. It's a picture of the car show. If you can read my mind, you can see a picture of it right here. But um, hold, hold it up for the radio yeah, can audience. Can you see that, everybody? Beautiful. So I know what I'm doing. That's why. Hold I it up for the cameras. Oh, geez, there is a camera. There is a camera. <laughs> oh my gosh, there actually is. It's really spectacular. But, <laughs> but, but Mr. Sullivan, if you're if you're you know, listening out there tonight, he was coming in. He turned I, around. I, 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 he was going in. He said, "No, Wolfie, no, Wolfie's no, not, not again." We we apologize in 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 advance. You know, pay, pay no attention to Lucy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> if, if I was in the, he only comes when I'm in the penalty box. But here's what you got to do with with Jen, is she's actually tricked us into taking some of the courses. Red Cross, I took some of your way back courses from Red Cross. We actually have some of the suicide prevention saves. It's huge. It's it, no it's baloney. Huge. It really works. It's simple, easy stuff. You see it coming. You say something. You do something, and it really makes them save. So it, everyone's got to talk. It, and if, talk it, to if it was easier, if there was one solution. All, all Jenny would have to do is show up once a month, look good, you know, throw a couple of rose petals in the air, and yeah. and and. But it doesn't work that way. No, it's a little bit here, yeah. one here, one there. Yeah, she's got to teach all us knuckleheads yeah. so we can do it, you know. And, that and, if it's and more I think, serious. and I think we're we're not as bad as we used to be. I think we have a long way to go, but uh, you know, we we got ten years in. By the end of our twentieth year, maybe we'll. Uh, will be in the program. But we got our good friend Peter on the line out there. Peter, are you out there? Hey, I'm here. Great. Can you hear me? Oh, loud and clear, my friend. How? What's going on tonight, yeah. buddy? Oh, I wanted to t- tell a quick story. I was going to call in last week when you had Ed Flynn on. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Ed and Charlie Duquette were talking about the South Weymouth Naval Air Station. Yeah. So I wanted to tell you, my brother-in-law, John Potter, who's also uh, Lou Rizzo's father-in-law, now deceased, Yeah. he owned Tony Spa which was right on the corner of Pleasant and Route 18. Yep. And from the, went after the end of Prohibition until it closed in 1985, that was the watering hole for the base. Oh, boy. Yeah, so he was a, um, a Korean War Air Force veteran, but the real big part of the story is his main bartender was a guy named Jimmy Davis. Jimmy was a POW in Germany Ooh. in World War II. Wow. So wow. they used to have these guys who would come into the bar 
And if they were ever trying to tell a story that, hey, I was a POW, Jimmy was behind the bar, and would give them the Starlag kit, uh, quiz. Whoa. And if they didn't pass the quiz, they were out of the bar. Throw, so, in in any event, that was the big uh, water. So I'm sure Charlie might remember it. And I don't know if Ed Flynn would because it closed in 1985. It's now called Warren's Place. So. Oh, I know exactly where Warren's Place is. Oh, it's, that's uh, where they have the parties for MK. Oh, yeah? Yeah, lose kids as kids. We oh, have okay. birthday parties there. Yeah, that place is terrific. It, yeah, exactly, been, exactly. Been, so it, I just wanted to relay that little story it, and the military significance of it and, uh, because it was interesting. They were talking about it last, talking about the Wayne, uh, South Weymouth Naval Air Station last week. So, Hey, Peter, as a Vietnam veteran, I have to ask you a question. I'm sure uh, you saw in the news that there was a... Uh, a Cobra helicopter pilot from uh, Vietnam that was just awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. And and what do you think of the bravery those Cobra pilots uh, and, and the helicopter pilots overall went through? And uh, uh, what do you think of the recognition that this uh, uh, great veteran uh, received? I think that they finally now received the recognition that should have happened 50 years ago. Yeah. Because the dynamic involved in what a lot of these guys did was known then, yep. but there was a political backstorm, yep. and that was preventing that from happening. And that's why you've had, if you think in the last probably 15 years, there's been a number of Vietnam vets sure. who have been awarded the Medal of Honor. And, and I might not be exactly correct, but I think that he actually uh, saw that his, 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 his troops were being overrun, and he did not have the firepower to uh, to uh, wipe out the enemy, uh, he in in the in the face of battle, he landed his cobra, not at, without enough room to to fit the, the 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 soldiers. They they clung on to his uh, his landing uh, racks, uh, uh, and he scooped them out of town, and uh, he saved the the the, the four uh, the, those four veterans. They got them out of town. So uh, just an incredible uh, an incredible. Um, a story of valor. Absolutely, and I'm glad the gentleman is still alive to get that medal. Uh, 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 me too. Me, me yeah. too. It's well-deserving. Well-deserving. Yeah, he was not alone. That happened a lot in the Vietnam War. There were a lot of, I mean, a lot of infantry instances where dust off and all of these different um, UE Cobra pilots or whatever may have been involved in the rescue of GIs, they left nobody behind. Our, our, our good buddy John Olivia wrote a song called Let's Ride about, and it was, it was, it was uh, uh, about his time in the rice paddy while he was wounded and waiting for the helicopter pilot to come pick him up. And, and it was that remembrance of 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 going through that that he uh created uh that song so if you want to if you want to hear a song and see a video let's ride by john Oliver. it's on google it is it's really is his nephew really captured it and uh john's going to be on in a couple of weeks uh peter we're going to have a, a a whole deal coming up with the uh the value of uh of writing and and the the process of writing and how uh, cathartic it can be for 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 soldiers with uh, some problems to write some uh, write some things down. So uh, we're going to have that coming up in a couple of weeks. Pretty much aimed at the Vietnam community, I'd say. 
That's good. That's good. Is Mike Cunningham going to be one of your guests? He sure is. Yeah. yeah. So that's so that's great. And uh, you know, it's it's not too late for all of those stories to still be told. No, for sure. For sure. And uh, speaking of stories, we got a little story that we're gonna that we're gonna tell tonight, Peter. So uh, I I think uh, I I haven't let the, the the cat out of the bag with this one. I've been kind of keeping it under wraps, but. Uh, after the 7.30 break, we're, we're going to have a major announcement uh, uh, here uh, on the Veterans Voice. So, uh, okay, sounds good, and, and um, thanks for taking the call, and I'll chat with everybody soon. All right, Peter, thanks a lot for calling take, in. We love you. Take thanks, care. Bye thanks now. for everything. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Peter McPhail. He's a good guy. Oh, he's boy. Rock uh, he's with really the, rock solid. Spent years and years with the VA. Now he's... Uh, He's still, I think he's with the Vet Center now, Brockton Vet Center, volunteering a couple of days a week. He's a, a Purple Heart, wounded Vietnam veteran, uh, and, and he's a great mentor of mine. If I want to think about something, I call up Peter and ask him, hey, Peter, what do you think? Hey, hey, Peter, what, what, do you, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? But uh, He bailed us out on the holiday gifts. We needed some more dough for some sweatshirts. Kim was short. And he came right up, and Kim grabbed that and some other money, and had Ocean State give us a deal, and everyone got a great big heavy sweatshirt. And yeah, a Peter. Nice. Not Excellent. a little T-shirt, a big heavy sweatshirt. Nice, nice. Well, that's hoodie, kind of hoodie. that's the kind of guy Peter is, and that's he 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 does it without any fanfare, without any without any recognition, and. Uh, you know, if you do this for recognition, you're in the wrong uh, arena. You best uh, get into something else because it just doesn't uh, it, it, it doesn't happen. You can attest to the uh, fancy Cadillacs that me and Wolfie aren't driving. Uh, <laughs> the recognition is uh, not exactly what we're in it for, folks. Uh, we, 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 we just help out a little bit, that's all. That's all. Larry, why don't we uh, take an early break here? We'll come back after these messages and I'll... Uh, make uh, what could be a new direction for the veteran voice. Take it away, lad. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your your host of the Veterans Voice Radio. Wolf is just telling a story of someone that was uh, a little bit close, uh, and they and they didn't realize how close they were. And Wolf said, "Yeah, just open the window and stick your hand out till it hits a piece of metal. That's the boat. <laughs> you know, you, you get away with words, kid. I'll tell you. You know, you're pretty smooth. You're pretty smooth. Uh, I'm so, off the Chris McCod list on that one. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure that you were on it, Wolfie. Uh, you know, they were telling you it was in the mail, but. Uh, such is life. But, uh, you know, something happened a while ago, folks. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about two things. Number one, uh, for a couple of years now, I've been looking at a surplus of painting products in the industry that people pay to get rid of. I looked at all of this mountain of potential product and thought gee it's too bad that they pay somebody to take it away how about if I came and picked it up and rather than selling it gave it away to veterans so what I'm announcing tonight is a veterans paint giveaway program it's going to be targeted at two directions 
Number one, it's going to be targeted at all the veterans' uh, housing, not all the veterans' housing concepts for sure, whether it be Father Bill's or, or Mainspring or it could be uh, uh, Soldier On or wh- whatever it might be. But uh, So we're going to be offering free paint to all of the uh, uh, soldiers' uh, 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 homes that are in the area. In addition, we're going to be offering free paint to all of the veteran services officers' shell, uh, homes, uh, not homes, um, posts, American Legion, DAV, VFW. If you got a post, you need five or ten gallons of paint. We're gonna we're gonna comp you ten gallons of paint, free of charge. All you have to do is get some volunteers. We'll arrange a little day. We'll get some volunteers in, and the volunteers can paint your post. However, it doesn't stop there because then we want to offer free paint to all the volunteers. And they may know a couple of vets that need some paint that we may donate some paint to them. So it's got a whole bunch of legs to it. But in addition, we're we're interested, and I'm working with some VSOs. I called uh, uh, our friend Georgie Ponce. I called Christine Cugini and, and Hull. And they immediately said, oh, yeah, we could identify two or three or four vets that all could use five gallons of paint or so. So this is first quality $75 a gallon paint. Stay tuned, and we're going we're gonna to let you know more. But uh, we're going to have a warehouse uh, somewhere in the Weymouth area, Wolfie, so we can uh, here's, uh, hold this. Here's what I figured out. I was concerned that I would have been left out, that there wasn't a lot of extra work for me. So I've been able to figure out how to make a lot of busy work. Yeah, how's that? It's the color isn't on the can, so I'm going to open every flipping can, stir it, so we get the color, and then put the schmutz the we'll paint on, on the top. Of, no, idea. I looked at a lot of the cans; they're not. So, well, we, yeah, that we can address so, that. Yeah, so doesn't doesn't it's, it's doesn't surplus. stop from do it? But so it's gorgeous paint, but the shade might be because I looked at a few. I I smuggled the red yeah. already, and I put them on top. And it's gorgeous paint. It's like, say, for example, it's a, a lovely off-white. It really is white and off-white. It, to the customer, it was one little shade off, but it doesn't mean it's not a perfect off-white. $75, the, $75 the to $90 not seconds a gallon. Anything. It's not seconds. It's just someone oh, didn't no. like the color blue or something. Mm-hmm. So so we're going we're gonna to be demonstrating that. We're going we're gonna to target Habitat for Humanity. they got a new building going on uh, for veterans down in Plymouth, Jim Middleton, and... Uh, Amy Belmore are down there now, and uh, uh, we're going to work with them. Wolfie, you've got only a thousand uh, uh, homes yep. and stuff that oh could use gosh, some yeah. paint, you know. But what 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 would be nice, Wolfie, is if we could organize the Goon Squad's going to help some paint parties. Yeah, mm, yeah, y- y- I'd be down with y- that. Y- yeah. y- y- you know, and and identify. You know, we go in in advance and take a look at the house and see what it needs. I'm a good and, painter, by the way. You know, see if we can do that, have some lunch, and just have a little painting party and take care of some vets and, uh, you know, take care of some... Uh, me- I, I can't believe it's taken me a year and a half to come up with the with the program to do something with this. But uh, So that's the, the number one product, the number one uh, project, I, I guess, or it was until I had another project come up. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know about that. Yeah, you know how that is, Wolfie. When we already have too much to do, we we we, we don't we, overcommit. No, 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 no. Why we are you don't. Just saying that to she was me. just telling yeah. Jenny that. Yeah. But yeah. before you go, let me just remind you, because this will <laughs> substantiate whatever you're doing is the right thing. This is. And that's that. Uh, I've said it before. If you want something done, ask a busy man. Well. Our dear friend Cheryl Poppy, the past Secretary of Veterans Affairs, reached out and said she was now director of the Minority Veteran Business Owners Group, and her goal is to get them to be certified veteran business owners and to get them to qualify for contracts and set-asides that aren't being taken advantage of within that community. So she asked me to help her, and I said, of course I would, and uh, uh, all that's great. But, you know, so that was one part of the opportunity. But, you know, just like Parkinson's disease, when I got hit with two, two sides of the, of the puzzle that came to me, I got another side of the puzzle that came to me not long ago. There's a syndicated writer from Boston called Matt Robinson. Matt Robinson is uh, on the Jordan Rich show on WBZ. He's a, a food critic, I guess, or a restaurant. He interviews restaurants. He's had over a 1,000 shows on the Jordan Rich show. He's a syndicated writer. He's got all these accolades, and uh, he has had this theory for a number of years to interview veteran business owners. So, like I said... Cheryl Poppy's one leg. Here, here comes another leg with veteran business owners. Um, so now, what we're going to be doing is uh, our our partner Matt Robinson, new to the Veterans Voice, will be interviewing veteran business owners. We will put, just like we started at the beginning of the Veterans Voice, we started every show with the Veterans Voice. But we kind of ran out of them. Wolf, you know what it's like to get them to commit and to be, and to, oh. It's well, a big deal to tape it and, and edit it and, and put it together and get there. It's, everything's a lot of work. So Matt's, Matt's going to do that for us, and he's going to do, so we're going to have a one-minute veteran business owner's voice sometime during the show, at halftime or at the beginning of the show. We're not, we're not sure yet. But what that one-minute snippet is going to do, it's going to lead the listeners for the rest of the story to go to the veteransvoicenetwork.org. There, there's going to be a 20-minute interview with that veterans business owner talking about his or her company, why they got it started. So his little one-minute thing is really a trailer. Really a, yeah. a, a trailer for the, for the 20-minute thing. Excellent. So it might be 30 minutes. I mean, we have just about an unlimited... You know, world and the on the cloud to, to to store it, and then we're going to have a hot link to their website, so people can go whether it's if it's to buy something, if it's to partner up with them. Uh, but we we we're we're looking forward to this as being a significant um, a significant addition to the to our show because over the years. I've made some very good friends. One of them uh, is uh, Mr. Leland Goldberg. Leland, oh boy, is he wicked smart, Wolfie. Uh, he's like MIT smart. Is that the business guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, wicked. Yeah, he's wicked, impressive. Oh, God, he runs the business. <laughs> he, he, uh, Lee has a group called 
vet RN, veteran. And, and what Lee does is he has a boot camp for veteran business owners. These business owners have to be in business for three years with an inc- with a with with revenue of over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So he brings these ten companies in and he gives them all this training and high level accounting and all this hooby stuff that Wolfie and I would would flunk out. It kick us out the first show, but these guys are all into it. Well, he has now got a hundred veteran business owners that he's trained over the 10 years. He's now gone national. He's now in 18 states doing shows of this. So what we're going to have is an unending source of veteran business owners that are dying to get some publicity. So that's what we're doing is offer them some publicity, some awareness, and... and um, this really could be a significant project for us because one of the other legs to this program, one of my other dear friends, and Charlie Duquette, if you're listening out there, you know SBA Ray is our dear friend Ray Milano. Ray and I go back 16 years from my very first uh, veteran benefit show, and uh, Ray just happens to be the SBA director of veterans business. When I talked to Ray about the opportunity to to go national with all of his SBA accounts from all over the country, he thought that it was just a swell idea. Yeah. So that's Great where we're, that, yeah, that's where we're going. Matt has uh has reached out uh, uh this week and is as uh looking for some uh some of his uh, old contacts, veteran business owners. But we're going to ask all the business owners out there to please give me a call, 781-985-1551. That's my personal line. This is going to be a real serious project that we're going to, we're going to do our homework and look to kick it off sometime around November. Gino, you know how long it takes to get everything going. Larry, we're going to have a new veteran's voice coming in with you. Were you here before when we had the old Veterans Voice uh, pro, uh, I, I stats? I was uh, part of that, yep. Yeah, sure, you remember. So we're going to do something similar, but now it's going to be uh, veteran business owners uh, to get us in a whole new uh, kind of direction and possibly maybe some new sponsors that might want to help us to, to carry out this project. I think I've already talked to a couple of people, and they, they said that that might be a cool thing to do so uh it was something that grabbed me that you were saying when you were talking about how they look at the little stinger on our show and then they go to the website and they can look at the full video and then you said they're going to be a hot link they can go to his website or her website and and like you say it opens up the whole world because you got the whole internet but what struck me is not only the exchange of information for different businesses but specifically when veterans are trying to get involved in a business or want to and have trepidation now they can contact people who who aren't only successful business owners but they're veterans and they're veterans that are involved in this program that's helping veterans do this it gives a lot more confidence and a lot more credibility and it makes people want to hit those links and they don't feel uncomfortable picking up the phone hey I know that this guy was in unit such and such wow we probably have something in common already and the dispensing of information becomes more effective. 
Sure. You're right. You're, right. you're right. And that whole that that whole fear factor of taking that first step into becoming an entrepreneur, what's it take? Oh my oh my goodness. Well, if this vet could do it, he was only an artillery guy. I, I I'm 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 a, uh, you know, I'm a radar guy. Mm-hmm. I'm much I'm much smarter than any artillery guys, but artillery guys are shooting shells twenty five miles mm-hmm. these days. Twenty five miles and within a football field. So if nobody peels the potatoes, nobody gets to eat. That's correct. That, that that that's correct. Say it every week. Uh, you, you, you know, so uh, all those that serve. But uh, we're really excited. I'm really excited about this relationship coming up uh, with the veteran business owners. We've already got uh, five or six uh, lined up that are anxious to get started. So uh, we're going to be bringing this out uh, probably around sometime in November. We'll have it have it ready to roll. But. Uh, you know how it goes, Gino. Uh, anytime you do something new, there's always a little bit of a delay. Yeah, that's why I got a drone for a year and a half now that I haven't used because I'm just afraid to yeah, don't learn hurry. new stuff. You <laughs> know, w- once I know how to do something, I become an expert in 20 minutes. I have a fear of starting. Yeah. I start reading the book, and as soon as I see something that's a little bit, well, I'll, I'll get back to this later. Year and a half, beautiful drone my wife got me. I'm still not using it. Well, fear, of, fear of new things. Well, you got to hang out with Georgie. Yeah, well, that was probably solve it. You know, John. He knows what's he, going he, on. Yeah. He knows. I got a whole bunch of friends that got him. My neighbor across the street, Nancy Green, photographer, she's got one. I'm just, I just haven't done it. I'm dying to do it. But, you know, but I know what you mean. It takes a long time to get things up and running. And if it's something new. Be, then you have to be certified if you want to go out and. And, and, well, I'm going to be a, a, like more like a spy. So yeah, oh, okay. I'm not going to leave a yeah. I'm not going to leave a paper trail. Oh, okay. And okay. I, I, I ordered some uh, radar-proof paint. I'm going to spray it. Double O six and three yeah. quarters. Yes, exactly. Yeah, That's the compact not, version. Not, not quite a double O seven. It's the compact version. I understand. You know, you know? I, un- I understand. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I go to the grocery store, and they always say. Uh, you have a you have a phone number you want to share? I say no, I'm in a witness protection program. That's it. And some of them look at me and laugh, and some of them look at me with a look of horror. You know, of course. you can tell who has a sense of humor that way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But at this point, uh, Larry, why don't we take our, our last break? And uh, as we count down to the fourth quarter, and uh, we got a couple more things we're going to talk about. Yeah, uh, we when got we a come few back. more events coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, we'll be back after these messages, folks. Uh, take it away, Larry. We'll be right back. back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here as we're uh, down into the fourth quarter here of a, of, of a show uh, where I've just announced a uh, uh, relationship uh, forming with uh, SBA Ray and the veteran business owners out there, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, creating some business, you know, not only uh, uh, for, for a business to be per- for products to be purchased and sold sold but there might be some partnership arrangements out there you know you might you know have a widget that needs a blue widget to 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 be effective and rather than you developing your own new widget maybe there's another veteran out there with a company that already has a widget that might work for your uh, needs and that's the way I, I I work in my partnership world finding people that Need my widget, or I can I need their widget. So uh, I mean, look at that's this is a widget community of all about widget vets, you know, not midget vets, widget vets. Uh, It'd be a good name for a band. You think widget, the widget vets? The widget vets. Yeah, yeah. I think the midget vets might uh, you you might not uh, do so well. Yeah, although although 
if you drove around in like small size Corvettes, I think you'd get away. It'd be like a midget vet. I think you'd get away with it then without yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, stack. yeah. And have like Will Ch- no, Wilt's Wilt's passed away. Yeah, he's going to have like Bill Walton come in and somebody be there. big. Yeah, yeah, the master of yeah. ceremonies. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. To introduce yeah. Him. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they can compete fun. with the Shriners could on the sidewalk fun. with the little cars they drive. Could be fun. That could be our next adventure. I like this. Could be our next adventure. But we got enough adventures coming up in September. Oh boy! Because in addition, on the seventeenth, uh, we already talked about uh, Wolfie's big car show. The 23rd, that Saturday, the Brockton Expo. Another big, giant event at the... Yeah, that, at, we did 750 last year. David's thinking 800 meals we fed. Yeah. And um, all kind of food, all kind of crazy pony rides out on the wild buffaloes. They're putting on a show. Oh, they have a great... It's a it's a great event. It's held at the Brockton VA Hospital. Uh, free admission, free food. Um they they probably have a hundred tables there. Yeah. All the B, VA benefit providers there. Music, there's bands and stuff. Nonstop, yeah. nonstop music. Uh, it's all beautiful grass and trees. Beautiful nice. grounds. It's really uh, plenty of shade, except for the people that, like us schmoes in the tables. We get we're, we're in the Sahara Desert out there, you know. Yeah, and standing next to a hot grill cooking a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. If we're lucky, you yeah. better eat. If I'm doing that, you better eat every damn hot dog and hamburger. If there's one left over, you're all in trouble. So that's September 23rd at the uh, Brockton uh, uh, VA Hospital, uh, uh, right there in Route 123 in Brockton. Uh, but, Wolfie, you got a the couple boat. of us? Yeah, I'm really excited about the boat. So we stole this idea from Weymouth. They Weymouth every year does um, a lost at sea, put a wreath. They have taps and a 21-gun salute from the Weymouth American Legion. I call them the firing squad. And um, we're going to go from the Saltwater Club in Hull, which is on Fitzpatrick Way around 1030, 10, and then we'll load the boats up at 1030, we're going to take a little tour. Around. We're going to go fish, except Greg caught all the flounders and crazy, so there's none left. They there's none left. They, I wiped they, them out. We're not going fishing. There's no fish, so we'll just do a boat tour. And then um, lay the wreaths, do the 21-gun salute taps, take a little tour around on the big lobster boat so everyone's welcome. It's easy access. And then we're going to come back and have a cookout at the Saltwater Club. They're going to feed everybody. Nice barbecue. And then if you want to stay after that, they're going to watch the Patriot game. And it's right outside. There's a patio. It's right on the water. So between the boat ride, the laying of the wreath for the um, all the sailors and, and uh, everyone lost at sea. It's very moving. It really is. Very nice. And that is uh, September 24th. Oh, gee, yeah. You got to call call me to register because we for the food and yep. the boats. We'll get as many boats. Carolyn Mason Wally's husband has a boat, so we put them on their boats. All the lobster boats. So it's it's Wolfie at seven eight one seven seven one six four. One six because we got to tell them how much food and how many boats. Sure thing. So there's no no other restrictions. So and and uh, um, how many have, uh, uh, participated last year? Do you think, Wolfie? Um, we did the blessing. I think we did three or four lobster boats. Oh, I'm nice, not sure very how many nice. Were there. Very nice. There's ten or fifteen vets on every boat. On every lobster boat. Nice, yeah. and their guests are oh, caretakers. Yeah. So if somebody uh, yes. ne- needs a little bit of help, their the guests can come along spouses, with them. Yeah, spouses, grandkids. It's open to everyone. And uh, Peter Mahoney's a good friend of ours. He was uh, he was uh, on the PT boats, whatever the hell those swift fast boats in in Vietnam. 
Um, yeah. So he's a lobster That's from World War. Those are World War II. That's what John F. Kennedy was uh, I said it wrong. driving. This was the, Vietnam. Uh, the, what, were the, what were the boats the in P- Vietnam? No, well, swift the, boats. The, no, they were swift boats. Yeah. They, swift they boats. were the PT the boats. boats. Yeah. But the PT boats were started in World War II. Man, yeah, but that's a different boat. Yeah. That's a different boat. The swift boats are these ones that they went fast down the Mekong Delta, down yeah. the river. Yeah. The PT boats are the ones the LST troop carry with the thing. No, that, no, 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 okay. no, 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 they're not. No, so let's go. No, no, the PT boats were... Were, uh, oh, okay, my mistake. Got yeah, they're plywood. Yeah. Plywood boats. First to, plywood boats. Yeah, with, uh, wow. with, with twin uh, torpedoes on either side and um, a, a front mount 50 caliber machine gun. Imagine yeah. having all that on a plywood boat. On a plywood, plywood boat. And John F. Kennedy, when, yeah, he, when, did the swimming. when, when, he, when he, he got cut in half by the Japanese destroyer, and he and he swam with his twelve or thirteen men, and yeah, and, yeah. that's and, the coconut story. And, and John the, Kerry ended yeah. up doing the same thing. So, so John Kerry was on the PT boats, the swift boats in, yeah, uh, in Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. Vietnam. They might have been a little bit smaller, but a similar boat. I didn't realize. Similar. I always yeah, yeah, thought yeah. that the John Kennedy was the the troop carrier with the flip down thing. No, I was misinformed. no, no, no. Wow. That's an LST. I know those swift boats go fast. That's oh, a yeah. landing craft. Yeah. So Peter Mahoney, he's he was all part of that Vietnam. We all brought our kids up together. I think he loves me. So he's kind of grumpy, so they're getting on the boat, and he's grumpy looking. And I said, here's the difference between Mahoney and I. I said, he looks grumpy on the outside. He's pretty scary. I said, but he's really nice on the inside. I'm really nice on the outside, but I'm really grumpy on the inside. <laughs> and after 50 years, I finally made Mahoney laugh. That's good, Wolf. That, you know, he didn't let me say on the boat, though. No, I, don't, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Only the veterans could go out. Now, are people going to be throwing rocks at your boat, or uh, are you rowing, or what, uh, what are you yeah, doing? Oh, I should row alongside the boat. And hassle everybody. Yeah, well, look, oh, this could we be good. Shoot water rockets. There's going to be there's going to be some walking the plank. Oh, they'll, it'll be an interesting day uh, uh, that'll be had uh, by all. But uh, uh, let let's just say that uh, uh, we, we we've got a full action packed September. Um, I can't believe it's already September seventh. It's like half the half the month has already gone by. We nearly got goose up for the food drive. We thought this was almost the second one, but it's really next Thursday. The what's it? The fourteenth. Yeah. Is the food drive here at the radio station at WATD in Marshfield? So get here. If you're the volunteers, oh, that Sullivan guy, he screws everyone up. He gets here at uh, 8.30. Uh, oh, Everybody's yeah, t- done. Tommy by Williams. The, yeah, yeah, Tommy. By the, he gets here at 8.30, he does the whole thing himself. Everyone yeah. shows up. It's <laughs> epic. That's Sullivan Tires. I'm telling you, those characters are spoiling for everyone. So come here early to help out, and then come by 10.30, Greg? Yeah, I'd say 10.30. To pick up the time. food. Yeah. And, and Tommy Tomatoes asked everybody, how many people? He goes, how many people in your family? Yeah. And they don't care. They fill the whole car. Yeah, I know. It doesn't <laughs> matter. How many people? They fill the whole car up. It, 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 doesn't matter. It's all the same. But uh, uh, the, the popularity of this, Wolfie, uh, to, for us to be sold out, uh, you know, last time, sold out, I say given out. Yeah, we call it sold out. Uh, by, by 11, th- quarter 12. It's amazing. And, and I keep, I usually it was amazing. take a, a dozen, a half a dozen cases of the big pantry, pantry food cases and I duck them in the trailer because we need them all month for people that are in trouble. Yeah. There wasn't a he left, there wasn't a carrot, there wasn't a cookie. The trailer was 100% empty. You know, I say the best bumper sticker or T-shirt we ought to be having is decriminalize <laughs> hunger. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's a good one. It's a crazy, crazy thing that in this country of all yeah. places, the roads are paved with gold. I mean, we, we it's having hungry people, it just doesn't add up. And the, and the rich get richer. And they sure do. And my mom always uh, had made plenty of food. I don't know how she did it. She could do everything with nothing, you know. Yeah. Those lean years. When we grew up in the projects before she married my stepdad, Leo, a United States Marine. 
uh, you know, she would go and get that government food, and I thought we were kings. I thought we were rich. We lived across from the water in East Boston. I watched the oil tankers go by. As far as I knew, I mean, it was like living yachts. in, you know, oh, so Rio yachts. or something. Yeah. Because the old timers knew how to do that. But the point is, if it wasn't for that surplus food, I might not be here today. Yeah. Decriminalize hunger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're trying. We've been, uh, you know, we got 33 months uh, coming into this, Wolfie, and I didn't think it would be. Uh, we thought after the pandemic, after uh, COVID, because uh, we did this all COVID, you know, we were free. We had gloves. We had no touching. We had everybody just driving up. Yeah. I mean, we designed this around COVID and yeah. nobody that nobody dr- touching anybody. That drive through thing, we still kept it. That was really Greg's idea is, is just crack the window open, how much open the door of the trunk. But it's so efficient that it really works. We've had 75 cars come through in no time at all because nobody gets out, no one gets in the way. The only guy that yells at me is the World War II guy, Neil. Oh, he God. yells at me. He, all, yeah. you never, his car's so full, the poor lady that drives around can't see out the window. I know. And he yells at me, you never give me anything, Wolf. You never give me, give me enough. I'm World War II, you never give me anything. The poor lady <laughs> said, take some out, I can't see out the window. You never give me enough. <laughs> Neil yells at me. You never give me enough, but... Uh, you know, I, I appreciate uh, everything that you vets have done, and you have certainly given enough. And we have uh, on this, uh, uh, you know, celebra- not celebration, but remembrance of uh, suicide awareness. Uh, we we, we want to stress uh, that uh, 988 is a simple number to remember. 988. If you feel like you want to talk to somebody, just to chat. They're, they're willing. They're, and these aren't. Schmoes like me and Wolfie, these are people that really know what they're doing. They know the yep. questions to ask, and they have the right buttons to push. Should you really need some some big help? And and I know there's some big help people out there that, gee, maybe I, I, I don't want to be a pest. I don't want to be a pain. I don't want to take away from somebody else. Well, there's plenty of help out there for everybody, folks. It's, it's all going to go aside if you don't use it. So please, 988 at the prompt. Dial one, uh, uh, Jenny. I think you'll attest that that number that number has been uh, well received. It's been very successful in the last year. Sorry. Maybe they could save your voice <laughs> I, by the I next wish time. They could save my voice. Yes. All right. But uh, uh, Larry, thanks for everything tonight. We we appreciate what you're doing, Gino, uh, keeping us on track, Jenny, and uh, uh, Wolfie. We uh, come to the close of another show here, but Wolfie uh, in the sky with diamonds. Yeah. There you go. There we, you go. That's, that's where I got the Lucy. Diamonds in the rough is yeah, the closest. Very, the diamonds the in the very part. rough. Diamonds in a uh, coal. We may be. <laughs> We're that rough, Wolfie. You know? We're pre-diamond. I have mismatched socks and mismatched coal. Nobody I mean, wants Wolfie in their Christmas stocking. Nope. Nope. God forbid. God forbid. But uh, so thank you, everybody. And uh, uh, look, look out for this new uh, uh, relationship with uh, these veteran business owners. This is going to be uh, another new step, and uh, we're either going to be wicked smart or wicked stupid. No, no, this is good networking, what you do best. This is the networking. I think yeah. this is this a good is what one. what Veteran Voice does. So Great people network. say, hey, I need that product. A, a vet, the vet will take care of me. I'll take care and of me. One of the first works. vets, just so you know, is, is from down in, in South Carolina. He sells all the condiments to Fenway Park. Oh, wow. Why did, how did he do that? We're going to find out how he did that. But he did it by creating a custom blend around what Fenway Park wanted. So, folks, the, 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 the story is 
Go out and look for something that isn't there. Yes. Go out and look for something that isn't there. Go out and we'll uh, we'll be we'll be keeping an eye out for you. So uh, take care, everybody. Have a good night. And uh, next week is Parkinson's. We'll uh, be talking to some great folks. Take care, everybody, and be well. 